Hello once again, and welcome to, I guess, what's not the Big Three podcast, because it's not the Big Three podcast today. I'm Don Veras, and uh, I got kind of a, a little special thing. Uh, people that tune into the Big Three podcast, they want to hear the Big Three. I don't blame you, uh, but today, I'm not going to be here for very long, but today I wanted to take care of the, the fans, the real guys that care about this podcast, and let them know what's happening here. Now, I'm taping this on Thursday, January 13th, and the reason I say this is because tomorrow we're going to be heading to Mammoth Mountain. I'm going with Mole and the newest member of the Big Three, Terrifying Tim, and Mole has paid for a nice snowboarding weekend. Uh, and my goal when we're there is when we're not on the slopes, I want to figure out with the guys what's going to be the future of the Big Three podcast. Because after last week's show, Mole and I felt that something was really missing there. Uh, even though Terrifying Tim is great, and he told me earlier this week that his family could finance the film Beantown Heat, uh, Mole and I started thinking it might be time to hang up our Big Three jackets. Nothing against Terrifying Tim, but I, it just was something missing. Now, a lot of people have tried to get in contact with me online, and as far as bringing Perry back to the show, I don't think he's ever going to be with us again. Uh, Perry's constant threats of lawsuits make it next to impossible to work with him. Uh, and for the people that don't know, in the past, Perry has filed a restraining order against me, now, he convinced the Balloon Boy's father. I don't know if you remember this guy, but he's the guy that claimed that he lost his son in the balloon. Well, at one point, he was working with Perry, believe it or not. Now, he tried to convince Perry, instead of going to court on the restraining order lawsuit, Perry should set up a camera crew and try to fuck with me while I was going into court. Well, what I did, as I saw them, I didn't even know who it was, but I just put my coat over my face, and I walked into court. So they got nothing out of the deal. But that wasn't the only time that Perry saw me in court. There was one time Perry was a witness for this insane, idiotic comic uh, who took me to court, and basically what she really wanted out of the deal was she wanted me to get her back into the comedy store, and she wanted me to get her a spot on Jimmy Kimmel. I could help her with neither one of those, and I wouldn't have. But that's what she really wanted. Well, Perry was a witness for her. Then, of course, when we were trying to make the Windy City Heat sequel, he sued everyone involved in that, uh, and if you hadn't heard, for $10.5 million. Uh, that was Jimmy Kimmel, Johnny Knoxville, Adam Carolla, CBS Radio, just everything he could. And what he was looking for were the residuals from the first film. And what it really comes down to is this. I think the people that are advising him, they don't care or they don't know anything about show business. And they're giving him some real bad advice. And it's not like they're giving him advice to protect him. They're giving him advice because they're trying to cut in on him. His business manager recently said that Perry is not going to do the show unless he's paid $500 a show. Then he added the fact he won't do the show unless he gets the $500 plus the $100 for the business manager. I won't mention the guy's name, but Perry has been told many times that no one gets paid on these podcasts, and the only way that we can make money is through advertising or going on the road with our manager, Mike Ovitz. Now, he's been ready to book us for a long time, 
but I can't get Perry to do anything to work on an act or anything because he's fighting with me every single week. We were recently booked to do our first live appearance of the big three in many years. Uh, we're going to do this thing called the Naughty Show in late January. This is a Sam Tripoli show that packs him in. This was a great opportunity for the big three, especially for their first performance. We can't do it. It's all because of this nitwit. Anyway, so after this weekend, we're going to have a better idea if we're going to do anything with the Big Three podcast. I did this special little segment today because I wanted people that are the real fans of the Big Three podcast. It's so cool that you guys get in contact with me, and I I see that you really love the show, and I wanted you to know what was going on. And I'm going to give you a little bonus. A lot of people online think that I'm this evil dude that can't make up with anybody i've tried to be friends with perry i really have and uh so i'm going to prove to everyone here that i can be a good guy i am a nice person now i've been at war with a guy named brody stevens he's a very funny comic uh he's he was in the hangover he was in the movie due date uh, he's going to be in the hangover two that he just got back from Thailand, I believe. Uh, let's bring him in right now. And I'm going to prove something to everybody. Uh, here he is. Brody Stevens, everyone. Yes. Enjoy it. Feeling good. You know, I've got my drumsticks in my hand. Feeling good in Los Angeles. My name is Stephen Brody Stevens, and I'm a good friend with Don Barris okay, of okay, the Big okay, Three okay. Podcast. Brody, Brody, what you, stop to me. What are you doing? Singing a song, feeling the beat. Okay, I understand that that's what you were doing there, but why? That's what I do. I'm known as, like, a guy who gets music. You know, it's like when you bring Brody up on stage, if you play music, you know he'll get into it. Okay, you have been in the movie The Hangover. Yes, I have. You I had a the... line and a reaction. Say the line, just so. People... Say the line. Yeah. I walk in and I'm doing. I mean, it's hard. I can't. I'm not a machine where I can go. Just say the line. But you've done that many times when people have asked you to say the line. You've no, right I'm in... not good when people go say the line. I'm good at like, would you mind doing the line? All right. Would you mind doing the line? From the Hangover. When I walk in and I go. After we take their mug shots, we bring them on down here where they wait to be questioned by the arresting officers. Trust me, kids, you do not want to be sitting on these benches. We call this place Loserville. Very good. I'm known for that. I, I know trademarked you. it. I bought the line. Then you were in the movie Due Date. Yes, 200 million. 100 million here, 100 million there. Then, in a really weird situation... They brought you to Thailand to do Hangover 2. Bangkok all day travel. Now, here's what's like kind of amazing. You were in Hangover 1, but you're playing a different character in Hangover 2. Well, I could be the same character, and I may not be. I don't know what that means exactly. Well, the character I am playing, I can talk about it. I'm playing a henchman of sorts, a... Uh, affiliation with the uh, military, maybe. So you could say my character that I played in Las Vegas, I was an officer, was Officer Foltz. I basically... Oh, you had a name in the first one? <laughs> I'm just asking you a question. Yeah, Officer Foltz. 
do they ever say Officer Fultz in the whole movie, or is that just what it does? It say that in the credits, or is this a name that you made up? Says it in the credits, as far as I know. Does it? How are you credited in the Hangover? Officer Fultz, I believe. You've never looked. I'm just assuming it is. You've never looked. What else would it be if it's not Officer Fultz? Maybe Officer? It's not. Officer One or something like that? It's not. All right. I'm just asking. I'm not trying to start anything. It's Officer Fultz. Okay. But you said, did they refer to you as it? Yeah, in any way. In any way? Yeah. The deleted scenes, if they're up there, there are scenes where they go, Fultz, hey. I don't know if that's in a deleted scene, but there was put on video or film. Yes. My name. Fultz. Officer Fultz. So what you're saying to me is you've repeated your line, I've seen at least 50 times. Well, the crowds want it, and you see me at the comedy store. Okay. I've seen it numerous times, we'll say. Okay. You've probably done it a lot. So you have done that line so much, your whole well-being is about being in that movie, and you don't know how you were credited at the end of the film, and you don't know if you're in the DVD extras. I'm telling you... I said Officer Fultz, right? I kind of like right. just... And then I said, are you ever referred to that? And you said, I think so. But for, before you said, was I referred to it, are you in the credits as Officer Fultz? Yes. And you said, I think so. I mean, I remember... I don't not remember seeing my name as something else. So in Hangover 2, will they refer to you as Officer Fultz? It's possible. Yes, it's possible. Well, that would be something to look for. Uh, now, I mean, what were you getting at? You're getting at that I was uncredited? I don't know. No, I, I didn't. I mean, what do you mean you don't know? What I was trying to do is I was wondering how you can go from a character that you had a line. Yes. And then you're in the sequel, but you're playing a different character. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm playing another officer number two. But if if not, that would seem strange. I, that that was my thought. I'm sorry. I don't I don't want to start so anything are you with it. Nitpicking the movie. I'm not nitpicking anything. It's a great thing. You were in both Hangover. What was some of the re- they set records, didn't they? Yeah, number well, one grossing R-rated comedy of all time. Right, and you were in that. I was in two scenes. And you were in Due Date. I was in Due Date. You too. were in Hangover Two. I just got back from Bangkok. Right, so you are on a roll. What other movies have you done? I was in Sarah Silverman's Jesus is Magic. Played a, a Jewish agent in a limousine. Huh. And, and I was also in Funny People, the movie with Adam Sandler. And really? Seth, yeah. I got, I, that I got cut out of. But I still get residual checks. Very nice. For people that don't know, you are actually good friends with Zach Galifianakis. The guy... The star of the Hangover yeah. movies, yes. one of them. Yeah, I'm good friends with him. He's a good guy. He's a good person. And another credit of yours that isn't brought up that much, but you have been said to have done this new art of the podcast. You have been called the worst that's ever hosted a show by some. The people. worst? You mean the um, you're? I've been called the worst. I've heard people say that. I would say this. All right. I was, um, you could call me the most hated man in podcasting. I could say, I, I would be acceptable with that. But to say that I am the worst, no. To say that I was called the worst, 
Yeah, a lot of people said I was the worst. Okay, now you did a show for Red Man, who works with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, Red Band, good guys. Enjoy Absolutely that. Mixed wonderful. martial arts, very, uh, we're into exercise, having a good time. Now you hosted your own show there, correct? I did a couple shows at the Red how Band many? Studios. Two or three. I think three, maybe. I think three. And how did that end? Kind of, well, with my roommate moving back to Philadelphia and your roommate left after that yeah we had a fight on the podcast yeah that's what i heard and he kind of moved out because of that (laughs) so funny i lost a roommate i just find that maybe to be one of the funniest things i've ever heard in my life i'm sorry nobody here has had a roommate get upset and move out after a bad podcast i mean it's that's a part of growing up in america (laughs) Well, okay, so you you had that failure on that, and then failure, and then you're using strong words. Okay, Don. what what word should I use? Experience. Okay, you had a failure of an experience on that podcast. No, you could say I had some reactions that were not comfortable. All right, whatever you said, that's what you I did. I don't like to use words like failure and war and officer number one. I'm not into that language. I'm into positivity, Hebrew, Christian, Buddhist mannerisms, and that's what I do. So let's keep it positive. You're doing great, by the way. Thank you. Then you were able to host the Adam Carolla podcast when he was out of town. What a great opportunity to be given the the keys to the the car, and I took it for a spin. You are right. Uh, You did take the keys, but it was like what Eddie Griffin did when he was promoting the movie Redline when he crashed that Ferrari Enzo, the $670,000 car. Adam gave me the keys to the car, and I crashed it. Horribly, yes. As a matter of fact, I, I there's a couple. Let's. I want to play a couple clips from that show. Feel free. I thought it was a great show. Okay. Until well, I read the comments, it upset me. Why don't we go to that first clip here? And now, the cop from The Hangover, Brody Stevens. Yes. <laughs> Feeling great to be here, listening to the mighty mighty boss tones. My good friend Dicky always says hello to me when I hang out at Kimmel. He is my friend. He's from Boston, Massachusetts to the very end. He won't lose the accent like Richard Blade. Hanging out in Adam Carolla's truck garage. Yes, I feel like getting an oil change in here. Thank you very much. My name is Stephen Brody Stevens. BrodyStevens.com, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Saturday nights, 3 a.m., webcam on. Yes! I'm known as the Tambourine Comedian. Two Woo! questions. That felt good to hear. That's a wonderful opening. <laughs> two questions. Two questions, and I'll give you two answers. What the hell were you thinking? I was bringing entertainment. Really? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. It was a good listen. I've I've heard that a bunch, bunch of times, actually, to where be did, honest with you. Where did you think that the Tambourine Comedian was going to go? Like, you, you throw that out there. I'm the Tambourine Comedian. Did you think that would pick up and everybody, hey, it's a Tambourine Comedian? I thought that there might be some some traction with it, and I was mistaken. Yes, you were. and But you didn't just bring it up once. You brought it up again. Play that clip, if you would, Brian. I love this tambourine. The deal is you, you, can, you can't do songs 
on certain shows, like if you were to do stand-up on Jimmy Kimmel Live or one of these shows, you'd have to get the, the songs cleared. Even Happy Birthday, you have to get cleared. But this, that is my song and what will I do? I'll keep doing that. That's what I am. I'm the tambourine comedian. That is a tambourine. I'm not even going to make a mention of that. I mean, it's funny. Why is that not funny? It's funny to me. So that's good enough. It's funny to me. Good. We win. Win-win. I don't understand. Are you like the, the fans of the Corolla people? Okay, but you were on the Corolla show. You should have been... They were listening to what they like about Adam Corolla. Somebody should have told me, don't do a tambourine. <laughs> Nobody thought you would come in. I've never think that anybody would ever have a reason to tell anybody, don't bring a tambourine in. You just said that was funny to you. It was, and it was funny to me. There's two people who like it. Okay. What's wrong with that? Okay. Brody. Yeah. As far as things go, I love you. I think you're hysterical. I really do. Okay. Do you think if you had a chance to do that show again and never have done the first one, would you have done it differently? A couple things, maybe. Okay. Then there was one last thing that I wanted to ask you about, and I've always wanted to play this clip, and it'll kind of explain itself. Okay. Who's this Brody Stevens guy? And I said, I can't get, I'm not going to get rid of him. No. People like Brody Stevens. It's fun to say, Brody Stevens. Brody, Brody. So I said, let's just combine it. Stephen, Brody, Stevens. It just makes me feel better. You can still call me Brody. You can still call me Stephen. I will answer to both requests. Okay. Very clear instructions. Yes, very clear. How were you credited in the hangover? What was your name in there? Officer number one. I mean, Officer Foltz. But what was your name there? Foltz. No, your real name. Foltz was played by... Oh, I was Brody Stevens. At that point, I was... That's, I wasn't brave enough to come out as Stephen Brody Stevens. In Hangover 2, how are you? I don't know yet. I'm going to try and get Stephen Brody Stevens, but it may be Brody Stevens. Why would you want to do that? You've built up a career. Zach Galifianakis is your friend. He's a friend of mine. He's a right. nice person. But they know you as Brody Stevens. Why would you want to change your name? Why would you want to add confusion to it? Um, I feel more comfortable... No, getting it out there. Like I said, on some projects, I'll be known as Brody Stevens if that's if it's going to be a debate on something. But if you ask me for anything personal, a project, and comedic issues that I have input on, I'm going to be from this point on. Stephen, Brody, Stevens, yes. Stephen protects Brody, and Brody defends Stephen. What the fuck? are you talking about because i grew up as stephen brody a yes. little baseball player i didn't grow up like most comedians or entertainers who started out in their little in the living room going i'm gonna be a performer i'm gonna make mommy and daddy and everyone laugh like i do at christmas and hanukkah and they want to be a theater and they go on and do that i played baseball it's not like i knew i was going to be a comedian or i knew i was going to be in acting or podcasting i didn't know but when you came out i knew he was brody i am brody but why would you want to change it back? Because I just feel better. Okay. And you would... can, I, can I just say this? 
dumb idea. Okay. All right. You know what? I think that what we have to do is we have to move on because Oh, on that? On on this yeah. Because this is where my blood is starting to boil a little bit. Because I'm very confused with you and we're to the point where if we go any farther, we're gonna cross that line. And because I Because want... of my name change? No, just because of the way that you're talking. Right now? Well, not this second, but before when you were talking about your name change. What did I do wrong? Nothing, but it's just you're getting under my skin. Are you kidding me, Don? No, I'm not. For what reason? I don't know. But instead of me talking to you by myself, I think that what we should do is bring in a mediator. Now, this is a guy that I brought down here because I want to talk about our friendship. Friendship? I mean, you just, like, flipped out. Okay. So you you got to... This, All right, do what you need to do, Don. It's your podcast. It's okay. The big three. Well, it's it's not really the big three podcast today. It's maybe on the big three network, but it is not the big three podcast because Mole is not here, and also there's no Perry or Terrifying Tim. Are people going to hear this podcast? Yes. How many would you guess? I would say probably close to seven hundred fifty thousand people. Downloads? Yes. Honestly. It's- we're getting about that every week, yes. That's good. Yeah. All right, so I'd like to bring him out now. He is uh, in his bio. I see that he's Jewish, uh, which doesn't mean anything. Here he is, Ari Scheifer. Okay, just sit right over here. All right, welcome to the show. Thank you. Ari, you, you're familiar with Brody, of course? It's pronounced Ari. Thank you. And yes, Brody, I know. Mm-hmm. We had uh, breakfast the other day. We had mimosas at breakfast. Are you serious? Yep. Saddle Ranch. <laughs> How did that come about? Ari contacted me on Twitter, said, let's get breakfast. You've never done that to me, Ari. I put it up to the world. I oh. just said, who wants breakfast? Brody responded. Did I? Uh-huh. No. You said, why you something like that? I was like, hey, do you want to do this? I thought you emailed me. You directed a, a response at me. That might be part of your problem, Brody, because you think the I'm world... I'm not trying to shoot down... No, I'm not thing. sure anymore, though. I mean, I have it saved. I can check it if you want. Is no, that that it matters? It doesn't matter. Let's just move past this. I will tell you this. I looked up on IMDb um, while you guys were talking earlier, and um, Brody it... Stevens... Officer Fultz? ...is credited as Officer Fultz in the you movie The it. Hangover. Is it Brody Stevens, or is it's it... Brody Stevens. It's Brody Stevens. Huh. And you would change all of that to guys standing in line... Stephen Brody Stevens. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I brought you in here, Ari, is because yes. I think that you're a fair person, and I want to prove to the listeners out there that I can make up with people. I'd be willing to make up with Perry Caravello. Mm-hmm. Uh, and today... Even though he sued you? He, well, okay, let's not get into that. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that I've been at war with Brody for quite some time. War is a strong word. Well, I would say... Brody, you go around... You say the meanest freaking things to me. How about when you told me that Judah Freelander doesn't come into the comedy store because of me? Well, I don't know if he's... Uh, we discussed that. Yeah. If you called Judah or he called. you contacted him or you spoke to yes, him. Yes, I called him and up. And I did admit that it was a stretch. It was what, a big stretch. What did he say? I. What did I say? What did he what did say Judah when you say? called him? I forget. Okay, when I called him, he said, no, that's the farthest thing from the truth. I love you. I'd never do that. I'm just in New York all the time now. Quote, unquote. I mean, I just... But you lied. You tried to use something that you didn't think I'd check up on. I did lie. You tried to hurt me. Yes. Okay. Did you just say anything like that? 
I think he said something, agreed with me on a statement about something relating to that. And I told Don that Judah basically felt this way about that. Well, you said he didn't come to the club because of me. That was what the, that was where the stretch came in. What was basically, the did, did Judah have a problem with me, yes or no? I think Judah would have a problem with somebody have, having a problem with somebody having a problem. What? He doesn't want to be around that kind of drama, is what I'm saying, probably. Did he say that to you? Not specifically. So again, you're 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 trying to lie again. And this is what he does all the time. Uh he doesn't did play he fair. Yes, he did. He lied again. And what I brought you in for is I want you to be somewhat the mediator. Now, I want to make up, I want to show the people on this podcast that I am a good guy, that I can get along with people, that I can forgive. The last thing that happened was one night at the comedy store, Brody had been in a car accident. And the car accident really was. I was rear-ended. I remember he was that. Rear-ended. Steve Renazzisi from the the league saw it. He saw yeah. it happen? He saw it happen. He was right outside this comedy store. Yeah. Okay. He Be- saw it in Maz Jabrani. Okay, wow. because here's what happened. Persian performance. Brody was pulling into the comedy store. Yeah. And he saw Steve Renazzisi, and he tried showing off for him a little bit, doing some funny faces. Now, he hadn't pulled completely into the comedy store parking lot so when he did that some guy hit him from behind now was it the guy's fault from behind yes but if brody wouldn't have been playing around no there was a car waiting to come out maz's car he was actually ready to come out but he was talking to steve there outside of his car didn't know that didn't when you know that. when you got rear ended did it force you towards maz's car like almost as if it you forced me his? towards the patio i was at a 45 degree angle facing the patio basically and the guys hit me and they okay, nobody, took off. Okay, nobody cares. Okay, but basically they took off. Say say it, that to my bumper and to my stiff neck. Yeah, <laughs> to your bumper and stiff neck. That you made such a deal of getting the insurance money and you still haven't fixed it. Do you know how it. shocking it is to get rear-ended like yes, that? Yes, but you still haven't fixed no, the bumper. No, I've been a busy doing a movie. Okay. Two, starring yes. Zach Galifianakis. Anyway. star him, not me. So yeah. I pull Remember, into... Yeah. Not, this had happened. If I'm in it still. What? You might not I be I could get cut out. We never know. I doubt that I'll be cut out of Hangover 2, but you never know. So I pull in the lot this night after everything had happened to Brody. As I'm driving in the lot, three people came up to me and told me this. So now I get out. I have my cell phone. I start videotaping. When I walk into the room, I see at least four people with their cameras up videotaping this. Videotaping Brody. Videotaping Brody on stage. All comics. I didn't see them recording, but go ahead. So I sit down. Now I don't say a word. Now, this is what we hear. Play that if you would. No, we're being serious. <laughs> it wasn't, no, I got an accident. I know it wasn't you. Don't, you don't have to lie. You got a big laugh, and it hurt my feet. Guys, let's just be honest. At the end of the day, I was still in a car wreck. Don, no. Don, don't. Stop it. Stop it. Don't film me. This is what I don't want. Hey, Don, stop it. Can you tell him to stop filming me, Tony? It's don't off. Just don't film me, Don. I'm having a good set. Come on, don't. All right, I'm going to see. There you go. He's yeah. having a good set. You weren't, you weren't in an argument with people. As because I walked you in. walked into no, the room. That wasn't why you were arguing then, with somebody. That's a lie. Just like the Judah Freelander. That's a lie. Don, you walked in. I walked in, and I sat down towards the back of the you room. You sat down by the couple did, right there. I how did remember. You, how did you see him? I saw him. Were you off, were you off stage or I was on stage? I was on stage. 
And where were where were you? He was like th- four rows behind, right uh, from four the stage. Four rows from the stage, but there's five rows in the stage. And I got behind people, and I took my camera. I didn't say a thing. I put it on the desk, and you, I started. Filming. I didn't want to be filmed. Yeah. Period. Okay, but everybody was filming. I didn't you. see anybody else filming. Okay, me. but it was about me, Brody. It wasn't about. I wasn't f- talking about you when before you walked in. Later, I was doing my comedy set, my stand-up <laughs> comedy set. You were arguing with an audience member, Don. I was doing my stand-up comedy. That happens sometimes in a stand-up comedy. I've seen that happen before. And then you walked right in, and to, and I've been working on my stand-up, and I've been lucky to get okay spots. But you weren't working on – you were talking about an accident, and you were arguing with an audience member, number one. Number two, every time you've ever come near a stage when I'm on and you do something, I've always acknowledged you, and not in a negative way, not slice your throat. Every time I come around you, it's – this is I've done this wrong. I've done that wrong. And you start something with me. I'm just saying my instincts tell me that and your instincts were wrong. Was. Okay. Well, my instincts have gotten me other things in, in like the this tambourine business. comic on the Ace Broadcasting Network. Hold hold on. What were your instincts telling you to do? To... I, I'm not. I, I'm not going to. Don, we have we have tension, and all the tension is based. A lot of it is instinct based. And you know what? I'm going to trust my instincts because I don't have this tension when I'm doing other stuff, and I seem to be doing okay in that world. I want to do okay in your world, but I'm, but when we have tension, I can't be called wrong or idiotic or Brody, whatever. But but I've never sliced your throat. Okay, you can come in the you've come in the middle of my act many times. You've come up during the Ding Dong Show and you've interrupted things. I've always let you go because I let it be funny. Do you not think that I'm funny? Do you not think that I've ever... I told you 8,000 times I think you're funny. Okay. So I'm not screwing you up, but I wasn't saying anything this night. It's just that this is the way you... Can I tell you exactly what was happening? I mean, I don't get... Thank you for listening, Ari. I don't get many spots where I have a crowd of more than 20 people. Yeah. I was doing stand-up. I needed to focus on stand-up. I cherish those times, and I have 20, at least 20 people in the crowd. So when you come in and messing around, I can't do my stand-up. I'm not saying you don't do stand-up. You get way more stage time than me. I don't get that kind of stage time. apologize for disrupting one of your interactive acts. My stand-up is not always interactive. And all I'm saying, you were there, it upset me, and I'm over and done with it, and I'm ready to move on, and I... You just kind of want to do your set. That's kind of what yes. you want to do. Yeah. I mean, if there's like three people in there mess around or whatever late at night, but it just it was like, it was too much, too early, and I had enough of it, and I had to go to Twitter, and I feel better now. We cleared the air, and I'm forgiving, and you say you're forgiving, and that's why I'm here. No, I'm trying to forgive. I haven't forgiven. I, right now, we're just talking about this. You took me off Twitter, and you and you wrote on Twitter. You wrote, "Now guess who's guess who I just dropped from Twitter." You bragged about dropping me. I wasn't bragging about. Yes, you did. All right, Don. I'm just positive, Brody. I'm positive, Stephen Brody Stevens. Okay, Ari. How is this positive? Um. This argument, it doesn't seem positive at all. Right. It really. It, so on whose behalf? Because I have a problem because my feeling is, what is this. Your, what is your problem? My problem is this, that I didn't interfere with this show. No, If he wouldn't have drawn attention to me, nobody was really seeing me because I sat down, I put my camera you on. You shouldn't the, have been felt. You're wrong. Where any comedian say you'd be in all wrong. Fair, in all fairness, any if somebody asked you to stop recording, yeah, I would, I would, I'd be like, ah, fuck, all right, I gotta stop recording. Now your problem might be like, why would you make me stop? Okay, like, why wouldn't you just all play right. around? All right, let's say that's that, a different problem. But if they ask you to stop recording, it's this stuff like doesn't go to... on when I hang out with Zach. I just want to let you know, or Judah, these two things do not go on. 
You I'll know bet, that, I'll right? bet they do. They don't. I'll bet that what you think, this is my feeling about people. you. You feel that I'm trying to make you a ding-donger or you think that I treat you like I treat Perry, which is not the truth. But you really believe that that's my at ultimate times goal. Those ele- no, but at times those elements are there, yes. You believe that that's what I'm trying to do. At times those elements are there, yes. Now, I, li- I listen to him. Now, I'm trying to tell you my feeling. Okay. And this is my feeling. There were numerous people recording him. Mm-hmm. Now, what I did is this. I sat there and I recorded a little bit. Now, if he didn't want to be recorded, you know, hey, Don, no, I don't want this recorded. But he attacked me, and he does this all the time. All I'm saying is this. Many times he's come in the middle of my thing, and during my Ding Dong show, I record all those for a podcast. Mm-hmm. I've never said don't do that because you know what? I think maybe he'll bring something funny to it, and I don't care. At least I experiment. And the fact is, that night he wasn't working on his act. He was arguing with somebody because they were— It wasn't for real arguing. But he was. I was having I, all my sets are on tape. So number one, I, I would think I was having a decent set. Then let's bring set. it. Number one, I think it was having a decent set. Number two, I'm a stand up comedian, number one in my eyes. I have to focus on that. And I don't get as much stage time as you, and I don't get to perform in front of big audiences. So if 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 I did act that way, which I didn't, but if you think I did, and I'll say, Okay, I did then you have to give me some leeway because I don't have those same kind of opportunities as, as you. But I didn't do that. In, in in reality, I handled it perfect. Here's my feeling. Yeah. You're wrong, and you did nothing to help out the situation. Show what, what fucking I, over. <laughs> Don, you're too funny to have these conflicts. Just I'm, be I'm funny and be nice. I'm not having a conflict. Be funny you and be me. nice. You I didn't embarrass me. you. Yes, you, I'm you telling you, you did. and sat in the fourth I, row no, and I, started But there's five rows in the entire room. Whatever. Okay. I that wasn't it. that close. That wasn't that close by comparison. I was in the back of the room and I was doing Now he's something. in the back of the room. Uh, fifth row, fourth row of the five rows there. He went back. Okay, if I can imagine, he went slightly into the crowd. Yeah, and, I, and I got behind and... somebody, so he didn't see me. I wasn't trying to draw attention to myself. I was there. I was just trying to record a moment because you were on fire. You weren't doing your act. You were arguing with somebody because someone was laughing at you the way you didn't want them to laugh. You were arguing with them as I walked in, and that's what was going on. So don't say you were working on your act. I have good sets. I don't argue with audiences. I have good, fun sets. Okay. I'm a positive guy. I'm positive Steve. I thought you were Who's president Steve? of Steven Brody Stevens. Oh, yeah. He changed his name. Did you Don, feel like I want to were... he- say this. Excuse me, Ari. Ari. I want to I help you, Don. I think you're funny. I think you've got a good heart. How about when you told me that you were going to tell Todd Phillips that I'm a piece of crap? You told me that you're going to tell Todd Phillips that I'm a piece of crap. Did you? <laughs> yeah, he did. Did you ever do it? No, he probably did. No. Were you in The Hangover too? No, I wasn't. Maybe that's There's why. No <laughs> Did you ever see Todd Phillips' first movie? Frat, frat House? No, that G- wasn't Hated? It. Yeah. Gigi Allen hated? Yeah, did you ever see it? Not yet. I know uh, about it. See, I've seen it. I like it. I probably would have gotten along with Todd a lot better than you did. Well, it's not a competition. Here's my question. Why, are you, got, why are you guys... I mean, what does that even matter? Why are you guys? Why do you guys argue so much? I'm not even arguing, Ari. I'm no, here but being in, a but good in guy. Ge- but in general, you guys both argue with each other quite a lot. Okay. The guy comes after me. I'm he a comes, positive Christian. Come, <laughs> you're Jewish, though. Jesus was Jewish. Okay. The, the, 
the point is, is that what he does to me constantly is he starts shit for no reason. What do you mean? Like what? Like this. I came into the audience. Everyone was filming. He didn't have to draw attention to that. If he would have said, hey, don't don't put that online or anything, no, no, I won't. Or can I see it? It, it? He didn't have to draw attention to it, but he embarrassed me. Now, I was performing like two after him. Mm-hmm. So now they've got this negative thing. He humiliated me. I remember, me I was in a car up. accident 15 minutes before this. Rear-ended Clown, at Clowning four, around at, with Steve Renazizi. I wasn't clowning around. I was waiting for the car to... Why would I clown around on the street? Well, there's nothing wrong with clowning around. But I wasn't, Ari, for the sake of... Uh, if the I have company. witnesses that were... The, I wasn't clowning around. I was making a right-hand turn with my signal on. And you were joking around with Renazizi. How was I joking? Non-verbally? Make, Did you see Renazizi? I could have done any kind Did of Did you face. make faces while you were still in the street? I maybe naturally made faces that were illuminated by the hazards. <laughs> but I'm saying I couldn't turn in to the parking lot all the way because Maz's car was sitting there. So I waited okay. for that. So regardless... You had to wait. It doesn't matter whether you're making faces or not, really. Correct. Okay. And then I got rear-ended by uh, some African-American mulatto types. He was a black guy. More than one. They weren't Caucasian. Numerous ethnics. Yeah, it was a gang. Okay. And I got hit, and they took off. But I, I'm not saying... Okay, so... They may have been drunk. But you guys' fighting didn't start. Until <clears throat> after. Didn't start, well, it didn't start with just this moment. You guys have butted heads for but here's quite a the while. Deal, Ari, I went I, to La Jolla with the two of you. Can I say something, Ori? Yeah, sure. Once I, and I'm not bragging and I don't want to become a jerk or anything. Once the movie Due Date came out, then I booked The Hangover 2, yeah. and then I'm now creating a show for a major cable network with Zach. I don't need to argue and stuff. So this is like, this is old stuff in the past, and it's fine, and I'll put on a show for you, but it's time to move forward, be positive, and understand the way I think is I'm right. I have been right. And. Well, did, I get did, it. Did you mean to embarrass him? Don? Yeah. No. So if he felt humiliated. That's it, on him. That, no, it isn't on me. But it's like was... anything else. It's like everything else you do. Oh, that's smart. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff. We're in the middle of a podcast. I got to call you back. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were doing that. All right, well, sorry. now I've told you. I got to go. All right, bye. Okay, well, Oh, you hung that? up on the guy. So up. Jewy. Who was that? He's a Jew from Boston. All right. Oh, Jeff. All right. Yeah. Okay. Him. Here's the deal, Brody. I've I've tried to help you many times. You can you know you can help me? Get me on Kimmel for stand up. Put a good word in for me and let's get this thing push me forward. No, I'm not looking for I'm going to do it anyway, but I'm it, not looking let's for pick thing. a date. I have nothing to do with that. Here's a problem that I've had with you, and I think our, our f- friendship took a turn. I remember when Jimmy Kimmel first started, and I'm in the audience world. The producer, Daniel Kellison, said to me, I want you to bring in somebody that you know is a warm-up. I brought you in. Thank you. Thank you. That was nice. Okay. Your manager at the time went to the executive producer after the second day and said to him, Hey, you know what we ought to do? We ought to try to get Brody in here. I don't blame him. You're his client. When I told him this, you denied that it ever happened. And I said, just just say you're sorry. You refused to apologize for that. You refused. When I I remember one day, and this is just the way you act. You never apologize for that? Never apologize for that. I 
was not made aware of any. I told you a million times. You have, yes, but I was not made. No, all you ever said. Once you heard about though, at that point, you never said like, "I'm sorry, he did that. That was not." If you would have just said that, but you took it, and I got you a job. Then when I got you a job, when they said, "Hey, they're doing a a movie about audience warm up," I said, "Just return this guy's call." You you made me look like an asshole because I built you up trying to get you work, and you wouldn't even call him back. I was too busy getting ready for The Hangover 2. No. That's what I do now. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh. But Why you didn't see, you follow up? I did numerous times. And I the said, way you were doing it wasn't successful. That's how Hollywood is. All right. Well, listen. Ari, is there anything that can be done? I don't know. I don't think you guys are either talking about why you butt heads so much. I don't butt what? heads with anybody, Ari. Why would I? Why mind? would I have a problem? How I, you know? I'm a, I'm living a great right. life. I right don't know, now. but all I do know is that you guys go to war all the time. You guys go crazy with all, all I the time. do is want a decent spot once or twice a week, a hot chick, which I, I, I hope to have, oh, a child okay. one day for my mother before she's mm. ninety, a grandchild. Yeah, and I'd like to own property one day. All right. I mean, what, what do you want to do? All right. Well, it looks like we made up. See, I proved my point. You didn't make Can, up at all. all right, yes, we did make up. No, we because didn't. Because I went away, and I went to all Bangkok, right. and I proved well, my point. Well, at least you came. What point did you prove? Yeah, what? what, what, what? By being flown uh, to another side of the planet. What does what that mean? What that that mean? means my instincts are right. You kept that saying, I'm wrong, I'm mean your instincts this, are right. What? what are your instincts right about? You you kept so, telling me I was a, a you called me a piece of shit. I didn't call you a piece of shit. Yes, you did. Not, not today. Not, I know, but I remember that night you did. After you, fu- I called you a cunt. Right, that too. And because you were, and being, then after that, you, I booked the Hangover too. Oh, f- great. So I used. Here's the, the deal. So you because you attacked me that here's night. Here's the deal. After I got you attacked well, me. One doesn't have to do with the other. You In attack me. In my eyes, me. they do, Ari. You attack In me. In my eyes, they the truth do. of the matter is this: is that you think that I'm trying to do You're something got- to you that I'm not. You're so fucking worried that what I'm trying to do is make you look like you're insane. No, just let yes, me, you are. Trust my instincts for a while. Trust my instincts for a while. I don't want to, Don. Well, I, I like don't you as trust, a person, okay. but I, I want to trust my instincts. All right. Well, with that, that brings the show here at the. Uh, Why was Tony here? Why was Tony Henschel? One oh, of the greatest sound and uh, light guys in the business, just from hanging out. the uh, BKO, the Barris Kennedy Overdrive. Tony, uh, what do you have to say? You were listening. You were around. I'm just a really big fan of both of you, and I hope that you guys can come to some resolve in the near future. It, uh, I think the Barris Brody Overdrive is one of the greatest bands ever, and uh, I'd love to see a reunion sometime in the near future. Tony, uh, tam- br- tambourine-less BBO. Wait, why did you just take a shot at the tambourine? People love the tambourine. Team Brody, Team Don. Oh, you're sa- you're sa- asking me to pick it, right now? Yeah. It's Team Don. It's Team Don. All the way. All right. So with that, that brings a sh- stop. I'm trying to close out. Stop drumming. Well, he sees you more. I g- that's why. I and never fight. I never fight with you, do I, Tony? No. And you also only care about yourself, Brody. So. Wait. How how could you say I only care about myself? All right. With that, that. How often do you drive down to Palm Springs to see your mom? You you invited me on that hellish podcast, and you abused me and poor Benji the whole time. Whoa. Abused. That's wow. right. Oh, wow. what are you gonna do? Move? I, I I didn't. I don't think I abused him. Have you listened to it since we did it twice, Tony? Let me go back to that one. First of all, the selfish thing. Those are harsh words. I have to. I have to address that. You're wrong on that. How? D- give me definitions of me being selfish. 
Well, you just you do all these things, and you never. Do you know how many gigs I've gotten for people when I worked at Best Damn Sports Show? Steve Renazizi, gig. Skippy, gig. Steve Simone, gig. Three people. That's an instant. Um, hold on. I don't hear Don Barris. Keep in mind, on that show, they asked me to do it, too. And two of those people that you got gigs have given me gigs, and you've never gotten me a gig. Well, you got to earn it. <laughs> well, Don lets me work with them. That's why I'm Team Don. Wait, but I don't get the selfish thing. I, I, I don't, I can't, I'm not going to let that get that go. I'm not going to okay. let that go. Do smooth. you think of other people? I, I, Down yeah. the list, how far? When you were in... T- but I'm not selfish. When you were in Bangkok, did you walk around most of the time by yourself? Yes. Why do you think that is? Because I like being by myself. When we went to La Jolla, and I've got a guy right here to verify it, because I went with you and I went with Ari down to La Jolla. You wouldn't even... The guys that were like, oh, my God, you guys are the coolest. I've, we haven't seen comedy like this. This is a breath of fresh air. This is what they were saying to us. And what you did is this. You wouldn't even let them eat with us. Don't force fans on me. We're not forcing fans. Again, they... trusting my instincts. <laughs> right. They work at the comedy you, well, store. Trusting but, my instincts. But in all fairness, you can't just write everything off by trusting my instincts. I can. And your instincts are never wrong? They're wrong occasionally. More than once out of 50 times? I mean, you can't just chalk up everything you do. It's like, well, I can't be wrong because I trust my instincts. You can't. You can't possibly. Like, You'll never better yourself. If my instinct is not to be there and not give my give give up yeah. myself either comedically or but socially. sometimes it's not just instinct. Sometimes like if I if I, if everyone's going out and I'll get to the point where I'm like oh, I don't really I don't want to go out. But it's me being antisocial. That's what it really is. It's not my instincts. It's like I have problems with my you know. I'm not state. antisocial though. But sometimes but if you, you are. want to hang out with everyone, then in a, in a way no, you I are. don't, don't want right. to hang out with Brody, the sp- Brody, specific Brody, people. What, Brody. What, what's wrong with that? Right, let me ask you know. a question, Brody. Yeah, we went to La Jolla. It was Tommy at the talent coordinator of the comedy store said, who would you like to go down there with? And I said, Ari and Brody. And they set the show up, and you guys went down there. And the reason I wanted to go is I wanted to hang out with you and Ari. We went to caves. We went all over. We had a good time. He didn't come to the caves with us. He didn't come anywhere with us. He didn't come anywhere. Don, I'm not into comedy to to hang out with fans. Okay? We're not a f- what about when we went the next, the next day? I'll hang Saturday, out. I'll Saturday talk, morning. I'll talk to people in the parking lot. I'll, what, if it's right, if it feels right, I'll do it. If it doesn't feel right, I won't do it. Sorry, I'm not okay. going to change. But what about hanging out with our Ari and I? Wait, oh, excuse okay. me. Hold on. Stop. stop. Oh, I'm hanging stop. out with you guys stop. right now. Stop. Look at that. How they yell. Stop. Because I'm telling you to cut, and you keep talking. No. No. When I said, come and hang out with Ari and I, you refused to do it. I don't even remember this, to be okay. honest with you. Do you remember hanging out with us at all in La Jolla? I remember going to La Jolla. Do you remember hanging out with us at all? Maybe not. You I didn't. you didn't. So yeah. what's your point? So we went down there to kind of like, okay, we're in La Jolla. I didn't make any money down there. I actually lost money because I stayed in a hotel so you and Eric could have your own little place. Thank you. I remember that. It was nice. Yeah, of you. Was I nice. didn't want to sleep in there, I, so I got a hotel room. I stayed away from you so you could have, like, let's make this fun. All right? And you did. You wanted to stay away from everybody. So we're talking about antisocial. And that, it, you, you could have said, okay, hey, let's do this. But you didn't do anything right. with us. Okay? I, I know. You know what? What? I know probably more major league or current major league. Yeah, 
So I know how to and, act in front of and people. And this is the way that, that I you... want to act in front of, and people that inspire me, and people that okay. kind of so get this me pretty, going. It pretty much sounds like what you're saying is, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it's like Paris. I don't care what you think. Absolutely, that's exactly. Just, you're not really that important to me. These Zach Galifianakis. No, but you're seeing a guy who gets angry over everything. I'm not, not saying that doesn't angry. care what he We're thinks, but I will about... consider the source. Yes. Oh, really? So you think that I'm all about anger? I've never been about fun. We try to put a band together, and I say, hey, you know what's really responding is when you, who's the ultimate victim, you play that character so fucking well, but and you do it with Zach, you do it with anybody of name stature. They do when, it good. And, and I don't. You, I, you do I it, but it comes with a lot of uh, extra no. baggage. What it and is, it hurts my, what it it is, hurts my chest. What it is Do you is notice this. like I'm more relaxed now because I'm away. I need yes. to be okay. I need to we'll be We'll end this with this statement. You come to me and you look at me as a guy that's trying to fuck you over. I don't. And I wanted positive. But you don't have... If Zach did the same thing that I do to you, you would fucking find it perfect and you would be perfect with it and you would make it funny. But because I say it, it's always negative. No. Let's forget everything. Let's be friends. <laughs> All right. There we go. And that, and for wow, Ari. Wow, is like Yasser Arafat. And, um, for Ari Scheifer, for uh, Brody Stevens, for little Tony who came in here, and of course, Mary Jane who films everything here. Thank you, Mary Jane. Give Mary Jane a hand. Brody wouldn't give her a hand. I just want that noted. Uh, again, I don't know if the big three will ever come back again. This may be the uh, Tim will last be back, man. What's that? Tim's well, I don't want to work with Tim, possibly. No. All right. Anyway, so we will see you next time. Uh, follow me on Facebook. I'm at the Comedy Store every night. Mention my name. Get in for free. Find me on Facebook, Don Barris. Uh, Twitter me at Simply Don One. You want to say anything, Brody? Yeah, I had a great time hanging out here. Look forward to getting back on the Adam Carolla show, hosting. and They shook their heads, no, that's not a possibility. <laughs> it's like that I won't did. be happening. Well, I had a great time anyway. Ari? I, I like the tambourine, man. <laughs> but, but I could see how somebody wouldn't understand it. All right, you want to say anything, rough. Tony? Follow me on Twitter. Okay, Mary Jane? Okay, thank you, Mary Jane. Brian, thanks a lot for coming in and making this Thursday the best Thursday I've had in a long time. Goodbye.